You're listening to Dose of Depth Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Lukovich, and I invite you to be curious about your unique experience of being human. In this podcast, we'll explore the deeper meaning of ordinary life experiences through conversation, stories, and education. You might have a serious aha moment, or you might just be amused by the movie your life seems to be imitating, or you might just be entertained by one of my awkward stories. I'm hoping you'll become more aware of those moments when a deeper part of you is prompting you to see things differently and maybe even go a new direction. So let's get started. In this episode, I continue reading from my book, Your Soul is Talking. Are you listening? Five Steps to Uncovering Your Hidden Purpose. As a reminder, chapters 1 through 15 explore the different ways your unconscious tries to get your attention. Chapter 16 taught you the association's method to explore your images. Chapter 17 was about a technique called active imagination. Chapter 18 was about exploring dreams. And in chapter 19, you were introduced to the concept that your unconscious lives in your body. In chapter 20, we're going to learn one of the fastest ways of exploring your unconscious through your complexes. Once you dig in, you'll need a sense of humor about what you can now see that you couldn't see before. Getting to know your complexes is like meeting siblings you never knew you had. They're a part of you, but you didn't know they existed, and they eerily feel familiar. Like my prison complex. After I explored my mother wound, I realized I always needed an escape route wherever I was, and I do not like to be trapped in other people's ideas, which is why I am happiest being an entrepreneur and doing things my way. But this tendency had another side to it. It explained why I also love cozy places like bars where I feel part of the family, or houses that are smaller. It's like feeling suffocated by my mother's need for my behavior to prove she was a better mother than her mother was countered by a need for me to experience being in the womb, the metaphorical womb, in a way that felt comforting, not suffocating. Kind of a reenactment of sorts. This is the mystery of complexes, and I hope you're already intrigued. So, let's get started. Chapter 20. Personal Shadow Complexes. Chapter 13 introduces you to the concept of complexes, the deeply ingrained patterns of thinking and behaving that influence how you have been approaching life. And the reflection questions helped you begin to identify your own complexes. This chapter teaches you how to use your complexes to face what is in your personal unconscious, what many call the shadow, the keeper of the key to discovering your soul's hidden purpose. Baggage is one metaphor for the things in your shadow you don't want to face or remember. Loved ones you've lost, a broken heart, being bullied, the child version of you that was forced to grow up too fast, anger you feel towards your ex, shame you feel for cheating on your ex, and other more traumatic experiences. The baggage gets heavier and heavier as more things are stuffed into it, and then one day the zipper breaks and all your secrets spill onto the floor. The emotion you've been trying to control now erupts like a volcano. I'm sorry, I don't know what got into me, becomes your new mantra. Maybe you knew it was a mistake on your wedding night, but you couldn't bring yourself to disappoint all those people. Years later, the right look from the right woman was all it took to unleash a buried part of yourself. There are hidden treasures in your shadow too. The love for theater you traded in for financial security, 
or the desire for independence you traded in for the approval that came from living a conventional life, and the job symbolizing peaking in your profession that suddenly causes unbearable anxiety and panic. Your suitcase is filled with a mix of experiences, thoughts, memories, secret desires, and hidden talents. Some of the things in your shadow cause pain because they were negative experiences, and other things are painful because they symbolize the missed opportunities to fully express yourself. Now, there it all is, all those things that you were hiding from yourself, heaped in messy piles. You're now faced with a choice. How are you going to clean up this mess? It occurs to you that you could just walk away and feel relief from not having to carry that stuff around anymore, so you leave it on the floor and start fresh. In another scenario, you try to shove it all back into that broken suitcase and you keep carrying it around. You can't get away from it, so you turn to something that might help you avoid the pain of facing what is too hard to face. Maybe alcohol, or sex, or another kind of addiction. There's a third scenario, sorting through the mess and figuring out what role you played in getting to this moment. The intuition you ignored most of your life is now enticing you with a promise that it will be worth it. Figuring out how you got here will bring rewards in the form of insights and clues that lead you back to your deepest desires. Sharing my insights. I didn't think I had a mother wound. Intellectually, I had let my mother off the hook because she had good reasons for her imperfect parenting, but I had never reclaimed my wounded child self. Then my life started falling apart, and I saw it, how the wound was showing up in my life. My mind tried to fix it with a technique, but it popped up again. I couldn't get away from it now. What would you do? What did you do? Do you hurriedly shove everything back in that worn-out suitcase? Maybe use some duct tape to hold it together? Do you start sorting through all the items on the floor, knowing that some of them have a light side too? Those embarrassing moments are what turn into good novels and films, and persevering through all your mistakes has made you pretty good at something after all. As you sort through things, you realize you can look through a different lens. What feels like a huge monster now started out as a baby monster. You also start remembering that some of those items are good, like the passion you had for painting as a child before the so-called art teacher corrected your version of a butterfly and turned you into a perfectionist, or the good memories of your father that were dulled over time because of his alcohol addiction. In that shadow are also many potential versions of you that never came to fruition. During my midlife unraveling, I remembered that in high school I wanted to study psychology. I was the first in my family to go to college, and I couldn't wrap my mind around how seven years of college was possible. That desire went underground because I couldn't see how it could happen. Maybe you're a mom whose children are getting ready to go off to college, and now you're feeling anxious. Your husband doesn't understand why you can't be happy because his income made it possible for you to stay home with the children. Was there a hidden agenda beneath your decision to be a full-time mother? Is it possible you ended up projecting your own potential financial independence onto your husband? Just as you cannot run away from your literal shadow on a sunny day, you can't run away from all the other parts of you hiding out in your unconscious. Your shadow is full of good stuff that you may never get the chance to uncover if you don't turn around and invite it to play with you. You don't have to relive anything you don't want to relive. The goal is to become conscious of the patterns that are underneath your life patterns of thinking and behaving that may be undermining your growth now. And if you are searching for a new sense of meaning and fulfillment, the key is definitely in your unconscious. Try this. 
Complexes reveal themselves most during times of stress and in situations that involve conflict, even if the conflict is within. Which complexes did you identify so far? And did you give them any names? Did you find your mother or father complex? What other patterns have influenced the way you approach life? Write about the most emotional events and experiences from your past and how they show up today. Where and in what circumstances are you feeling or acting like a child? Complexes offer a goldmine of material for you to explore and are at the core of how you relate to the world. Because they were developed in childhood, they are part of who you are and you never really get rid of them. The goal is to relate to them, to find compassion for these other parts of you and to allow them to take you to your inner world. Over time, your complexes will have less influence over you, freeing up energy to develop new ways of looking at and living life. Sharing my insights. There was a time when I would lose my temper if my computer wasn't working. I'm not kidding. I would get so angry. My husband would stand there and wonder as if he was observing a wild animal attacking its prey. It was bad. And thankfully, computers don't have feelings. My husband was the only person who ever saw that part of me. Eventually, he would ask me to walk away so he could try to fix the issue. I'd say, all I want is... Oh, all I want is to do this thing. Why can't I just, oh, I felt helpless in those moments, not in control of my life. What was the complex? Where was this anger coming from? And why did it get unleashed when it did? I didn't know it at the time, but there was so much old anger that had never been allowed to be expressed. Instead, it had been able to hide in my shadow for many years until the subtle changes in my marriage became the crack through which it leaked. Repressing anger was what I had learned in childhood, along with adapting to situations that required me to compromise my needs and desires. Adapting, controlling, and repressing were not going to work anymore, but they were entrenched patterns. It would be some time before I dealt with what was brewing in my marriage, and eventually I began to acknowledge and express the old anger, which led to more clarity about decisions I needed to make. Try this. Go deeper into one of your complexes by finding more ways in which a behavior you developed in childhood is now causing you problems or holding you back in some way. I knew a woman who seemed to always end up in jobs where her boss, who was a woman, made her life miserable. It's true that 85% of people leave their jobs because of their boss, but there was something deeper going on. The woman preferred a boss who worked to bring out her best who would take the time to acknowledge what she did well and offer constructive critiques on areas that needed development. Who wouldn't want that? Her first boss fit the bill, and he happened to be a man. Unfortunately, her job was eliminated during a recession, and as she spent a few years here and there in other jobs, she felt worse and worse about her bosses, who all happened to be women. Why did the woman keep ending up in this situation? What was she supposed to be learning? This woman had a clear pattern in how she responded to these situations. She focused on adapting to please her boss, and when that didn't work, she would voice her needs, and when that didn't work, she would suffer through until she couldn't anymore or until that job was eliminated. I share this to help you go deeper into your own patterns of how you respond to situations in life. Sometimes the pattern is hidden behind your misinterpretation of the event. Did you find something interesting? finding your pattern, the one that holds you back, feels liberating eventually. You realize there is a new choice to be made, one you never considered before, one that can bring a new result. Sharing my insights. 
Before I acquired the framework of depth psychology, I experienced a moment when something from my unconscious suddenly became conscious. He is my mother, I said to myself after ending a phone call with a client I had nicknamed Napoleon because he thought he knew everything. This client didn't think much of women in general and rarely accepted my advice without a fight. I had had many moments like this with this man, but something finally broke open inside me and that insight led to another insight. I realized that I had been avoiding answering the phone if I did not know who was calling. And if I knew the call was from a client, a feeling of anxiety swept over me because I feared I had done something wrong. My childhood fear of disappointing my mother had been unleashed into my adult life. Had it always been there? Or was there a purpose in it emerging now? Facing parts of us we do not like or cannot embrace is difficult. It's easier to see them in others, especially the parts we want to ignore. For example, if you rage against selfish people, a complex, shining a light onto your own selfishness may cause extreme self-judgment, causing you to repress a healthy selfishness even more. In the end, you only strengthen your projection onto other people of your own hidden selfishness, which is a projection. There are times to be selfish, and the task is to come into a healthy relationship with your selfishness. Sharing my insights. Uncovering my own passive-aggressive tendencies was painful. I didn't want to see it, that part of me. Looking back, it all started with a dramatic and personal experience with someone who was objectively passive-aggressive at work. The dynamic was so stressful, I got a cold sore on my lip. Then I began to recognize my husband's passive-aggressive tendency in certain types of conversations. My pleas for understanding and requests for help had always been met with comments like, well, I'm helping, a way of putting it back on me. I became aware that this dynamic had conspired to keep me in the dysfunctional relationship. My growing annoyance with passive-aggressive behavior indicated there was something important being mirrored back to me. The more I became aware of passive-aggressive behavior and the more stress it caused, the more I resisted the idea that I could be guilty of this behavior, a projection. Self-judgment and then shame came, but eventually I realized that my inner passive-aggressive self was exactly what I needed to survive that time in my life. It was awful at first, but after I accepted this part of me and realized it was needed sometimes, I magically never came across another passive-aggressive person again. Exploring complexes brings a sense of relief because you begin to understand why certain things have happened and how you got to the place you stand now. When you wrap your arms around your inner child and begin to provide for him, her, them, what your parents could not or would not, you release your imperfect parents from the standards they could never have met. New compassion for them and for yourself leads to releasing the other people in your life, a spouse, best friend, or boss, for example who you have been holding responsible for meeting those needs. You're now a healthier and more pleasant person. This chapter taught you how to use your complexes to face what is in your personal unconscious. The shame that sometimes immediately follows an insight eventually leads to liberation and the truth about yourself does set you free. Accepting and coming to terms with your shadow side creates an opening to develop a new attitude about life finding meaning where there was none, and making sense of what was once senseless. I hope you enjoyed my reading of chapter 20, and you're ready to begin identifying and relating to all these parts of you that make up the whole you, many of which are desperately wanting to be acknowledged. You can find more free content, 
follow me on Instagram, engage with my Twitter followers, and read some of my awkward short stories. Thanks for listening and sharing with others who need my framework for self-reflection. Until next time. I'm your host, Deborah Lukovich, and you are listening to Dose of Depth Podcast. To get updates on new episodes, my writing, and how I teach my clients to get to know that deeper part of themselves, go to DebraLukovich.com. Oh, and if you're not ready for a coach, learn what my clients know in my book, Your Soul is Talking. Are you listening? Five Steps to Uncovering Your Hidden Purpose. You can check it out on my website or get it on Amazon.